0: To I mean, consciousness is only thought. We know of consciousness uh, as one that is limited by, created by thought. Not limited, created by thought. So is there any other consciousness? That's my question. So consciousness is another word for life. Energy is uh, another word for life. You know, it's an expression of life, manifestation of life. You can call it by whatever name you like. What people mean and what do you mean when you use the word consciousness?
1: When, when I use the word consciousness, uh, I, mean, uh, I mean the awareness which I have. You know, you know there is something called uh, uh, awareness and uh, there is also thought and then there yes. are also dreams when the awareness is uh, mitigated and uh, then there is, the feeling of, uh, there is a feeling of existence, the me is existing. That is what I am questioning, you see. right like now, to, to a man like me, yes, all this is consciousness, the existence of the me that's which exact, you would that question. Is, that
0: is exactly what I am saying, you see, the me is created by the thought. Yes. Huh? So, uh, wh- what other consciousness there is, that's all that I am asking. It is the thought that creates the me, it's the thought that creates your body, it's the thought that creates the world around you. Hmm? So if you ask the question, what is the thought, you have no way of finding out anything about thought except what you know of thought. So Because you cannot separate yourself from thought and look at thought and say, this is thought. Mm-hmm. If somebody asks a question, what is thought, I want to know, understand, look at thought, it is not possible for you to separate yourself from thought except through another thought, you see, that is all that is there. So you cannot separate yourself from thought. So since you cannot separate yourself from thought, there is no way of looking at thought and saying that that is thought. So whatever you say of thought is what you know of thought, what is put in our into our head. He sees see, all that comes into your head. Well, I don't like to use the word mind because it's, it's a loaded word. So what is thought? The question first is thought, born out of thought. What is thought? The very question itself is born out of thought. And any answer you have or any answer anybody gives you is also born out of thought. That is all that is there. Hmm? What is thought is itself thought. So the answer to that question is something which you cannot by yourself discover, mm. except through the help of the answers given by others. So what is there is only the answers given by others, which you have accepted as the true and valid, mm. and workable and functional, mm. and say that is thought. You see, so the me or the I or whatever you want to call it is also created by thought. The body you experience is also created by thought. You cannot experience your own body except through the help of thought. The the, the sensory perceptions are there, you see, so you translate those sensory perceptions and then create, you see, a form there, otherwise you have no way of experiencing your body at all. So even the body does not exist except as a thought so first there is one thought and everything else is in relationship with that thought so what i'm suggesting is that anything you experience based on that single thought is an illusion so to me the awareness is a, is a very mischievous word so the, the animals have this awareness, you know. So, the awareness is not a divided state. There are no two things. It is not that you are aware of something. Mm. But the awareness is the activity of the brain. Just the way, you see, the bile is the byproduct of the, the liver, mm. and pancreas, uh, you creates pancreatic juice. In exactly the same way, the activity of the brain is awareness. So the animals have this awareness and the humans have this awareness but that awareness is something which cannot be used to change anything, to bring about a change either in you or in the world around you. So to me the, the whole talk of awareness as an instrument to bring about a change either in you or in the world around is tomorrow. So the psychologists are responsible for that kind of a thing, and they have created this mess for us. It has gone on for hundred years, so we are not able to extricate ourselves from this stranglehold of the Freudian rubbish. So which is of course nothing but a dialectical thinking. So how, what exactly do you mean by consciousness? What people mean when they use the word consciousness? So. Yes, you become conscious of things out there and also become conscious of things in here only through thought. Now, would this thought in uh, a human being be merely language? Only no, 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 no action. Thought is action. So... No, you said that even animals are aware. The animals, uh, animals are also uh, conscious of the fact that a particular individual is the owner of the dog, the master of the dog, and somebody else is, is a thief who is trying to break into it. She doesn't use the dog doesn't use the word master. The dog doesn't use the word uh, a thief. So the dog, the animals recognize the, make the distinction without the the use of language. So that is thought, and we have added on to that. You see the. Structure of thought, word, the language, and we have made it more complicated and complex than the way it is functioning in the animals. So, Th- you. Thought is uh, what we have inherited from the infinite past, is it? Thought is not yours, first of all. No, no what we have inherited, is. No, how you have inherited, what exactly mm-hmm. do you mean by that? Uh, this, it, there is it, no such thing as your mind or mine. Yes. There is a world mind. Yes. The world mind is the totality of all the thoughts, all the feelings and all the experiences of all those who existed before me. So they pass it on from generation to generation and we are functioning in that field. We are in the thought sphere and use those things exactly the way we use the air to breathe and survive. We use those thoughts to communicate and to function in this world sanely and intelligently.
1: But, uh no, no. But uh, who… There is no such thing as a first thought. Then, no,
0: assuming for a moment that there is such a thing as first thought, to inquire into the origin of thought has no meaning at all. Yes. So we start from where we are here at this point, you see. No, sir. My point is, yes.
1: has thought inherited us or we have inherited the thought?
0: What exactly do you mean by inheriting so in We have inherited thought just the way we have inherited the house, the property, you see, the language, and, the language, and, exactly, exactly.
1: and all the, this, uh, the work going on. We, like that. we have inherited all the knowledge uh, that is the, the coming knowledge, out.
0: The knowledge, that no. is all that is there. What I am suggesting is the B, the I the psyche, yes. the mind, whatever you want to call it, yes. is the totality of the knowledge that is passed on to us from generation to generation. How? How is, is it? Through the genes? It? No, 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 genes also is there, yes. but mostly through, you see, the, the uh, education. Huh. You teach the child, yes. you see, you teach the child to distinguish between the different colors. The child does not know what is blue and what is red. You see, you teach the child that is red, this is blue, that is green, and so on. You know, that's why many children have this problem of making the distinction between blue and red and other colors. So everything is, you see, is, is uh, taught to the children and they also imitate the gestures, the manners, you know, the gestures of uh, all the Italians. Uh, are the same. The gestures of the French people, the gestures of the Indians, the gestures of the British, the gestures of the Americans. It is like, you see, a language. You know, we make gestures because we feel that we are not adequately expressing ourselves, communicating ourselves through this inadequate thing called language. So that's why you use gestures. You see, first we started with gestures and later on we added this language. You know, but language is in itself still inadequate. Although we have millions of words now, not thousands, millions, we still feel that we are not able to communicate or express ourselves adequately. So we use these gestures to supplement it, see, the, the attempt on the part of us to communicate to somebody. So we really don't know a damn thing about. Thought. But if there are some fields which are away from the realm of thought, there is nothing which is
1: for instance, you are breathing. Nobody, uh, I don't ask my child, how do you breathe? No? no,
0: no, the moment you ask the child, the child uses the thought and tells you, this is, this is the way I am breathing, this is breath. You see, you become conscious of the fact for the first time that you are breathing only when you use thought, otherwise you don't even know that you are breathing. In exactly the same way, you don't even know that you are using the thoughts. When you are not using the thoughts for some purpose of understanding something, either out there or in, or you do something to achieve something, to attain something, to accomplish something, that is an instrument which we use to attain, accomplish, attain something. Otherwise, you see, thought has no value. But thought is not to separate from the movement of life. Thought is action, you know. So you cannot act without thought. There is no such thing as spontaneous action, pure action, immediate action (laughs) uh, and all that kind of stuff. Is there a thing like thoughtlessness? No. Thought has created what it calls thoughtless state and pursues it. Why it pursues, first of all, why it has created that thoughtless state is to give continuity to the movement of thought, otherwise thought is uh, very short-lived in its nature. So, the thought has this self-perpetuating mechanism which maintains its continuity through the constant demand for using of the knowledge to experience things. And every time we use the knowledge to experience a thing, we add momentum to the knowledge, continuity of the knowledge. So, when I use the word self, I don't mean it in the sense in which we use the word self. That implies that there is something there, you see, an entity which is called self. But I have to use the word self to give you a feel, to give you an idea that you see it is a self-perpetuating mechanism. <laughs> like you see a self-starter, use the word self-starter, when you use the word self-starter, it doesn't mean that
1: there is, you see an entity called self or any such thing. In which case, the concept of uh, enlightenment, the other day we were talking is not is not in contradiction with the me, the I. Um, I don't understand what <coughs>
0: First I maintain, emphasize that there is no such thing as enlightenment at all. <laughs> Alright. Really? Yes, sure. So if there is any such thing as enlightenment I have to use the word, if there is any such thing as enlightenment because if the if is dropped, I have no way of constructing anything. So, I, so, if there is such a thing as enlightenment does not imply that I accept that there is such a thing as enlightenment. It is in the future, not now. An enlightened man would not search for enlightenment or say that he is an enlightened man. Also, that I am saying, so it is in the future. Mm. The instrument that I am using to get enlightened is the past. Mm. So there, I am not enlightened now. Yes. If I were an enlightened man, I would be searching for enlightenment. So, is there any such a thing as present? Is there any such thing as now? Mm. I say no. There is no present and there is no now. So this is the present moment. Here you and I are sitting. I am trying to express something, communicate to you something, to give you a feel about what I am trying to put across through the use of the language. The language is the past. So the past is in operation. So if I recognize you as a man and tell you that you are a man and not a woman, that means the past is in operation. Hmm? So, I am using the instrument which has only past and no present at all, and much less the future. Hmm? So, first of all, I must create, you see, the present. Hmm? The present cannot come into being unless the past is absent. Hmm? When the past is absent, There is no question of capturing this, containing this, and giving expression to what we call present. Hmm? So since there is no present, there can't be any future. There is no question of your jumping over into the future and capturing that enlightenment. You have got to pass through the present. Since there is no present, there is no future at all. So your enlightenment is in the future. That is why I say, you ain't got a chance because what is in operation is the past and that instrument cannot possibly be absent in the present moment and it is not absent in the present moment and so anything that it creates is only a projection, a hope and a dream, see a fantasy so since there is no present and there can't be, there is also no future, there is future, you are planning, you are going to be the head of the school one day, I don't know, <laughs> so then there will be a war there, you ordinary small teacher trying to become the head of the institute, there is a war, that's war, you don't have to go to the battlefields and fight, so that is uh, not what I am talking about. So, if you want to discuss the enlightenment as abstraction, as Um, a concept, is altogether a different matter, or as an experience, you see, it's all that you can experience anything you want, you see, the thought is capable of creating and giving you any experience you want, so it will be a thought-induced experience, and if that individual or any individual says that he's a free man, that he's an enlightened man, you can be certain that he's a poet.
2: <laughs> so he will never
0: know that he is an enlightened man because the knowledge about that enlightened man will be absent. So if that is absent, there is no question of he telling himself that he is an enlightened man and that he is out. In the world, to enlighten everybody because the world is in a sorry mess and everybody needs much Is, evolution, is evolution also your thought? You see, evolution What exactly do you mean by evolution of thought? Is there not your thought and my thought? You see, there is an evolution of the world, sir. Sure. You see, the simple thing has become very complex and complicated. So that is why, you see, we call it evolution. Any simple thing becoming complex and complicated is evolution. So the human body also, you see, has come into being through a series of evolutionary movements and also, you see, the, the quantum gems or whatever what you want to call mutations. So it is not that I am saying that the biologic, the mutation is biological. Huh? But what I am emphasizing is that there is no psyche at all, and to talk of the evolution of psyche or bringing about a mutation within the framework of psyche, as you no psyche, huh? the individual psyche, the individual psyche. Huh? So. Assuming for a moment that you see there is a psyche and that through some process you are able to bring about a mutation, you also feel that you can affect the whole, the totality of uh, the psyche or the mind or whatever you are, the totality of consciousness. So the totality of
2: consciousness
0: is not something divine or cosmic or any such thing, but the totality of the experiences to everything that existed before us, that's all that is there, yeah. see the instrument which you are using has come into being in the course of time, not only the movement of thought from the beginning, also your thought, the particular field of thought in which you are functioning also has taken time, so it cannot conceive of the possibility of anything happening outside the field of time, Hmm? so it creates what it calls the timeless Hmm? and pursues the timeless and in this process it is gathering a lot of insights and in every insight gives you a new experience and through these experiences it makes it possible for the time to continue, you know. So if that movement is not there, the time is not there. So the idea of enlightenment, transformation, radical or otherwise, mutation, God knows what fancy phrases you want to use, can never be in time. So. If the time is not there, I'm not discussing metaphysics, you see. please don't get me wrong, these are not metaphysics that I'm discussing. So the moment the thought is born, the time is there. So the thought is time. Hmm?
1: Thought is time, thought is in time.
0: Thought itself is time, not in time, it's see. So so then it is creates the space and puts that enlightenment out there and pursues it. Hmm? So the awareness is not a divisive uh, movement, there, there can't be two things there at all. Hmm? You can use as uh, what awareness is, uh, you know, the, to be, uh, I don't think, no. know. to be aware, oh, what is the awareness? I, I know this, yeah. what do psychologists mean when they use the word awareness.
2: No, you, you presume that there
0: is yes. a subject right. there. I I'm not telling you what the psychology psychology is psychology. Yes, I know. If they don't accept that, that the, whole right. the whole thing collapses. The whole thing collapses. Right. So you have to, like in mathematics, I accept certain axioms, otherwise there is no point. You see. The whole mathematics is still so ahead for us. Hmm? You end up in mysticism. That's why all mathematics is mysticism,
1: nothing else. Yes, it was a mystic. That's why they created the mess for us.
2: There's a great
0: There, there must be a space there, you see, and what creates space is God. That's what probably Shankara meant. You say, I'm sorry I don't, I don't I'm not advocating anything or you know, defending Shankara. See Maya, the word Maya is, is measure. Measure. So there must be a point here. is illusory. Anything you experience in the field of experience, which is in the field of measurements, is an illusion. I don't think he said that the whole world is an illusion and that Joker, what was his name? Birth, Appearance in reality. He wrote the Bradley. Bradley. He just told said, he is this illusion. He? he didn't understand what he meant by the word illusion. So to translate the Maya into illusion has no meaning. You see, to measure, so there must be a point here to measure anything. You see, so the moment the thought is born, it creates a space there and puts that there. You see, what enlightenment, transformation. So if this, if this is not there, there is no transformation. There is no enlightenment. There is nothing there. You see. There is nothing to be transformed. That's exactly the. That what I'm trying to put across. What is there to be transformed? So any transformation within that field, the framework, is not a transformation because it is a modification. Modification. (laughs) Modified continuity, code and (laughs)
2: Yes, <laughs> in front
0: of me, all those places are rolling in the middle. It's cool, how to Okay, that's why I shouldn't. Why don't you shouldn't Because as I said the other day, you are the medium. Any expression of it is through that medium. It doesn't matter whether you use a, a traditional language or uh, Freudian slang or
2: any
0: fancy lingo. really doesn't make any difference. You say then that uh, out
3: of the world thought, each individual... Trust what
0: I am saying is there is no individual at all. Yes. Your wanting to be an individual is really the problem there. You cannot isolate yourself and separate yourself from the totality of those thoughts. But why each one of us produce a different type of music? That's because you pick up certain things, you see, and experience certain things. Why? Why do they? Is that is our culture. Culture is responsible. Although uh, you, are it, you, you have three, three four children, and, you see, they are born to the same parents, yes, yes. and then you see their they are educated in the same way, they are brought up in the same environment, they have been provided with exactly the same thing and everyone grows into a,
2: a different individual.
0: So you see you have come forward with you see, the explanation that uh, it is because of karma or God knows what that you find all the differences and now the scientists uh, say that it is genetically controlled and. Uh, that is all there is to it. <laughs> you are born that way. Just a mad cap is born with a
1: black spot in the front. But you will you, you not say
0: that it is a chance there. You may not be in karma, but it is just a chance there. but actually the whole culture, the whole education <laughs> we are putting them through doesn't touch anything. <laughs> is born that way. So everything is genetically controlled and you have absolutely no freedom of action. Controlled by? By itself. (coughs) The genes control, you see, the mechanism is part of the controlling itself. Not that there is somebody who is controlling there, but as I said, you see, the thought is a self-perpetuating mechanism, you know, so it does not want to come to an end. Correct sir, but my point is, why is that variety you see here in the world? Actually there is no variety. There is. is, You see now listen, it's just the way we speak a language. We all speak the common language called English. Hmm? And so, you see, this English language is spoken by different people with the different accents. So somebody speaks with the canada accent, another with the Tamil accent, and the French speak with the French accent, Italians with the Italian accent, and the Spanish with the Spanish accent. In the British Museum, they have a library where you see, you can listen to the English as spoken by uh, different people in different parts of the world. It's very interesting. So you can to those cassettes and enjoy of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Neuer speaks English, obviously, mm-hmm. Amelia mm-hmm. speaks English, Frenchman, Italian, Spanish, you know, the German. So in exactly the same way, basically the language is the same. Hmm? No, sorry? Not now. And you see, actually there is no such thing as language at all, if I (laughs) may suggest. Even that is an acquired thing, you see. It's noise, we are all making noises. Hmm? We have been taught how to space the the notes, different notes, and use a particular tune. So if you know how to space the Different notes and use a particular tune, then you see it is English. You see. Change that and then use a different tune, it is Italian, Spanish. like that, Otherwise, all languages sound exactly the same. It's pure noise, very much noise. There is absolutely no difference between this chappy talking here and the dog that is barking so One day we will all learn you see, how they are communicating, you see through the they communicate with barking, They communicate. This noise which we call English And music is exactly the same. There's nothing marvelous about that music. Music also is the same. It's also noise. So uh, way we acquire is, uh, the taste to appreciate that music, and we have been brainwashed for centuries. <coughs>
1: but the attitudes in each one is uh, different. You
0: are born that way. You are born that why way. This I am born with you see the question has no meaning. You are born with I don't know what kind of ice you have. <laughs> you see? No two faces are the same. You can very closely observe. No two leaves are the same. I did botany. I don't know why. Right. Well, I don't know. I talked to a coin and said, you see, <laughs> some subject. <you> see? <laughs> I don't remember. I studied 250 natural orders. <laughs> I don't even know the names of the flowers. Then I was asked to look at the flower and wonder well, which order does it belong. That's all that I knew about the flower. So then I realized why well, it was uh, idiotic thing to look at the flower. How can you look at the flower? <laughs> it is not possible. So you throw in the towel. And then you go and walk and listen to the, of the river. And say, oh, is the Same. Is it just a computer, sir? Man is just a computer, a human computer with extraordinary intelligence. As I was saying the other day, uh, that uh, now they have developed, you see, the way of uh, feeding the computers with the protein formula and also with bacteria. And they are going to function just like human beings. And then they have these self correcting mechanisms also. Now. They have memory, thinking. So they are going to tell us, you see, man no doubt is so proud that he has created all, invented all these things. But before long, they are going to tell the man, you see, don't feed me with this false information. Mm-hmm. Just a guess. So whatever comes out of you. Is what you feed that machine. That <laughs> you, your culture, your your society. The society has created you and me, so that the society can maintain its status quo. The society does not want any change at all. You know. So in our turn, we contribute what the society expects from us, because it is that society that has created me. Maintain the continuity of this society. Society does not want change at all, nor do you want change. Change always for the better, that is understood. That is what the Marxists
2: say, that society is inevitable.
0: It's a fact that by, we are not in any way uh, changing the, the situation. But what does it matter? You see, Marxists have come out of the religious thinking of man. That's a reactionary uh, element. The the whole thing, element. The whole thing has come out of the religious thinking of man. So slowly. If it were not for the French Revolution, all those... Uh, the Louis XVI the and I don't know what would happen, the number today, Louis Forty-Eighth or something, would still be their ruling. Us. So that does not mean that uh, it has changed anything. You see, it has changed the whole thing. Now you see, of, and afterwards, nine rich families in France and nine rich families in England control the, not only the resources of France and England, but the resources of the whole empires. And now, what are they doing? Nine rich nations are controlling the resources the resources of the whole world. It is the same story. Whether it is nine individuals or Nine kings or nine uh, families which stand in, or nine nations, industrial nations, controlling the resources of the world, it is just the same. What is the difference? Did the communists uh, have their own uh, system? But now the time has come for us to realize that uh, we cannot play this poker game for long. The stakes are very, very high. Any, any false step, any false move on the part of anybody is going to drag us into a nuclear holocaust. So it is the religious thinking of man that has resulted and placed us in this
2: situation.
1: And what will uh, emancipate uh,
0: us from that thinking? I don't think you see there is anything that man can do to reverse it. That's my doom song. If you have any hope that we are going to have some earthly paradise because we have dozens of god walking on the face of this earth, you can only live in hope and die in hope. If in the meantime we don't grow up and blast with you. See, the, the, the day that man felt this self-awareness, self-consciousness, the, soul, the seeds for the total destruction of man See, not only man, if man goes, nothing is lost on this planet, but he will take everything with him.
2: Because
0: he has invented the instruments, total destruction. So it started, you, you were uh, Sanat Kumara, Sanat Sujata, those the original races of India who experienced those blissful states. My God, they created this to the present mess. That is the origin of this mess, you know? So is there anything that we can do to reverse it? Not a chance. There isn't anything that you can do to reverse the whole thing. But there is one thing that we can do, and that is to realise that not love, not compassion, not brotherhood, not kindness, not love thy neighbour as thyself, nor uh, hate thy neighbour, it is not those, the slogans. We have been uh, subjected to the tyranny of all those slogans, starting with, love thy neighbour as thyself but terror will keep us together for some time. If through some mistake we press the button, we go gracefully. We don't even have, we will not even have a chance to uh, to grow mushrooms on this planet, cultivate mushrooms. We will all go. Go gracefully. What else can we do? So even intelligence cannot avert a disaster. What intelligence? Where is that intelligence? You tell me, which we are so proud of. So anything that is born out of this divided consciousness in man is pushing the whole thing progressively in the direction disaster. Of, of disaster. See, everything. Not not now, you see. The atom bomb is the result of that Sanat Kumara, Sanat Jujada's experience of bliss, beatitude, love, immensity. See, So slowly it has resulted. in The man who said "Love thy neighbor as thyself," you know, (laughs) is responsible for was responsible, was responsible of massacre, bloodshed, assassination, and tens and thousands of women, children were massacred in the name of "Love thy neighbor as thyself." In the name of "Hate thy neighbor," they are still killing people. So, what is the answer you have? Have compassion. You can talk of Buddhism resulted in a horrible massacre of people in Japan. That is history, not my personal opinion. Islam
1: you don't even have to talk about. (laughs) Yes? Why why do you say that the origin of this is Sanat Kamara's experience of uh, all
0: that? That created, you see, the divisive consciousness in man and created also the demand for blissful state of experience. That's all. So out of that, you see, the whole thing, has resulted. Was it his attempt to
2: verbalize
0: the whole thing? No, not even to to, to verbalize, you see, to, the very experience You see, you know, to recognize that that is a blissful state. No, sure. you see, there is a division there, you see, so that is not his. That is not even his experience because he has recognized that a particular experience as a blissful experience means the knowledge of that experience is part of this being. You may say that you have experienced this for the first time. It is not for the first time. Some some chappy has experienced this before, and that is part of your being. So you recognise this and say this is something extraordinary. So the love and hate are the,
1: the kissing cousins. <laughs> Could so, you say any inquiry into that is meaningless? <laughs> so, I would like to ask you the same question. Why did
0: that happen at all? No, that is not the point, you see. What is it that you are trying to do now? The origins we are not interested. That's why they disposed of the whole thing by saying that's the original sin. Huh? That's the original sin. Why but, and How it started is not our concern. No, I am here. In the, I am present. the result of that, all right, is I am the result of it. I am not able to extricate myself from that. Do I have freedom? Do I have a chance to throw the whole thing out of my system? You are not going to do it through any volition of yours, through any right. effort of yours. So anything you do, any movement that is there in any direction on any level is strengthening and fortifying that very thing. So what is the chance you have except to hope that somehow through some miracle or through the help of some newly descended man from heaven, God knows where, that is, is going to help you. He is adding the same thing to that. You see. So that is why everything has resulted in the same thing.
1: Then how does this divisive consciousness come to? You? you are
0: asking the very question, how? You see, you, you, you know the question is, is very <laughs> simple. The, the only way the knowledge can maintain itself is through this demand to know. The, the question, how, implies that it is interested in finding out how this thing has, you want to know. See, that's the way it maintains its continuity. If you have no way of knowing it, you see, then that moment comes to a stop. It's not there. I don't want to use the word comes to a stop. You see, it's not there. So that is the reason why it always throws up this question, how, means, that means what? The answer adds to that momentum, knowing. It's all interested in knowing. I want to know. Hmm? So that's the reason why we ask the question. So any question gives a continuity to the... The questions you are asking have already the answers. It's the question and answer ritual <laughs> is... <laughs> A silly thing because you are asking questions for which you already have answers. The answers are the totality of the knowledge that is passed on to us from generation to generation. This is all that I am saying. Why it is asking the questions (coughs) is to maintain the continuity of that. That's the trick that it has. So any answer you get from anybody is not the answer because the question is already there. This is all that I am emphasizing. So there is no questioner who is asking the question. The totality of the answers that are passed on to us is the one that is formulating this question. Like you see a mathematics teacher who is formulating a problem, mathematical problem, and gives it to you to solve it, but he has formulated from the answer he already has. He knows the answer. So I always did that, you see. I discovered this trick of our mathematics teachers. First look at the answer and then work it out backwards. <laughs> so that is, you see, it is not interested in any answer. The answer to that question should put an end to the question. Huh? So if it puts an end to the question, it is putting an end to the the answers that you already have. It blows up the whole thing. Hmm? So it is really not interested in answers. The understanding is a joke. You see, the instrument which you are using is the only instrument you have. You have no other instrument. That's all that I'm saying. So that instrument knows what it can learn through this mechanism. See, that's all that is there. So since it has not helped you to understand anything, you have invented what is called insight. You know, um, intuition. I'm sorry. That intuition does not exist, it is only a sensitized form of thinking. It's like the homoeopathic medicine. sensitized. (laughs) So you are not really interested in finding out if there is any other instrument that is not the instrument and there is no other instrument. Hmm? And then if that is the situation, is there anything to understand? There is nothing to understand. So we go back to your question of inquiry. The inquiry posits that there is some... Is it it possible to inquire without, you see, any idea of finding out or understanding? What what for do we want to inquire? I don't know. That is the trick of the the one who is indulging in this inquiry. Hmm? So this inquiry gives you certain insights and every insight is strengthening and fortifying the, process of, the process of inquiry. So, when is that going to end? Like, you know, using using one thorn in our religious yeah. scriptures, you have know, that simile, using one, a thorn to remove the other thorn, you get stuck with two thorns. That's all. The hope is there. Somehow you are going to remove the other thorn.
1: So the inquiry can definitely... End. If one goes very
0: carefully, slowly, no sanely, intelligently, <laughs> logically, <laughs> rationally. <laughs> all right. All no of what the very limits of what the very nature of inquiry is absurd. That's all that I'm saying. The the demand for inquiry is to maintain the continuity. the continuity of the one who who does not exist. You see, <laughs> who you think exists. The inquirer. Hmm? So this is the only way the time, as I said, the time has invented this timeless and pursues what it calls timeless and in this process it is gathering a lot of experiences of what it calls timeless. So if there is no such thing as the timeless, the time cannot stay there. It is related to that always. The thoughtless state, the timeless state, the beyond,
2: I don't know.
0: Everything is a cultivated thing. Just monkeys. Monkeys imitate them so well. And now you see the machines are all doing tremendous thinking. You see, they are no match for that. And they are going to take over. And then that probably will be see, very helpful to us. You see, a computer cannot uh, go to war <laughs> unless it is programmed. <laughs> unless it is programmed by man. You see, you never ask the question, how am I functioning? It is just functioning. So in exactly the same way you are wanting to know how you are functioning to me has no meaning. You have no other way of understanding, observing, finding out how you are functioning except through the help of the knowledge that is given to us by the physiologists. So either you use that or you use uh, the religious man's uh, uh, stuff that is also handed down to us for
1: generations. May I ask They thought has conceived of it? Or is it non-existent in the sense of physical reality, in the sense of a phenomenon, just as a- yes. physicists believe that atoms exist. Yes. But when you really uh, inquire deeper and deeper you find... That they don't exist. They don't
2: exist. It's a of
1: energy. Yes. Now, would you say that... Uh, now, we uh, commonly we believe that matter exists Consider the statement, matter exists. It's that is thought.
0: Like thought has created so, so thought is matter. Thought itself is matter. Thought creates, thought is matter, you see, I will tell you. You see, this is my favourite example. There, there is a contact here.
2: Yes.
0: This is what you call sense of touch. Mm. The sense of touch does not tell you anything. Mm -hmm. So, only when the thought interferes and creates a space here between these two, Mm -hmm. then, you see, it creates matter here and says that this is hard, not soft. You know? So, if the thought is not there, there is no separation, and the energy that is here is also here, you see. Hmm. So you can't say where actually the energy is. So it is the thought that has created the matter huh, and says that this is hot. You see, you can also in the logical mind always ask the question, try and pierce through this, you see, just the way you pierce through this. That's a logical question that you are asking. But actually and factually, you have no way of separating yourself from this If There is no division between these two. In that sense, thought is matter. So when thought is not there, or if the thought is not used to maintain its continuity, the thought burns itself out, and in this process of burning, what is there is energy. So it is a continuous movement. Hmm? So the thought is there, and then the thought is born, it burns itself out, and then what is there? Is a existence. So you cannot really separate thought from life. It is one continuous movement. But thought is necessary for the purpose of the survival of this living organism. Otherwise, there wouldn't be any action, and also to reproduce one like this. Why it should reproduce one like that? Is means that is its nature. It has to. That's the only way it can maintain its continuity of life. So, if the thought is used for any other
1: purpose, it becomes self-destructive. Sorry. No, I don't know. I can agree that thought, uh, thought has created the notion of matter. All we know is the notion of matter. The matter itself. is a notion. Is, right? It's a concept, an idea. Right. Now, thought has created it. The Thought
0: has created for you right. what is called matter. If the thought is not there, what is there? What does this contact say? It doesn't say anything here. you. You have no way of translating this. Unfortunately, the thought is always there. The moment you touch it, it says it is hard and this is soft. So, in that sense, thought is matter. But since thought maintains its continuity through this constant demand for experiencing all the time, Mm. it cannot dissolve itself into energy. (coughs) <coughs> it is born out of energy, mm. and since it cannot maintain its continuity, something has to happen to that matter, so it burns itself out. And then again, you see, it's, it's energy there. If you don't use thought, yes. what happens to that thought? Something has to happen to that thought, you see. To be there is energy. The thought is action. Yes. You see, thought is there because of the demand for some action Mm. and that action that this mechanism interested in is Mm. to survive. It has no other purpose. So it tells you that you are hungry, tells you that you are thirsty. Whether you use the word or not, it is not important. The animal goes just there and drinks. So that is what I mean by thought. In addition to that, you see, we have added on this whole business of the language. So the action is complete there. Complete. You may take some time to go to the, the the well and draw the water and quench your thirst or go there and buy some Pepsi-Cola, Coca-Cola and quench your thirst, but the action is complete. So that event is another event. These two are independent events. The demand for quenching your thirst or satisfying your anger is one event and this quenching your thirst or satisfying your hunger is another event. So it is your logical thinking that establishes these two points and says that this is the cause and that is the reason. But if that thinking is not there, these are two independent. So the moment the thought is born, the action is complete. And that action is only for the survival of this living organism, but we have expanded that into you see, a very complex and complicated structure of thinking, so to believe in God, or to believe in something, is also an extension of the survival of the living organism. Hmm? So, and then you see, belonging to a nation also is an extension of the survival mechanisms. We are constantly using this movement of thought to maintain see, the continuity of that, you see, and also through that continuity we are able to maintain you see, the survival of this living organism. So all that is an extension of the same. So that makes it difficult for this short-lived thought to burn itself out. The only way it can maintain its continuity is through this constant demand for experiencing the same thing over and over and over again. So we are using that knowledge to experience this and call this a microphone, and call this, this my body, call this something and something else. I am happy. I am unhappy. I am greedy. I am angry. I am jealous. I am this. I am that. You see, either you have to say this to yourself, or say that that is a wall. That's a picture. That's a, a bulb. That's a lamp. That's a classical music, Carnatic music. So it is maintaining its continuity. So that's the reason why you see there is a a, a division between you see the energy or life or whatever you want to call it. And the continuity
1: of thought. Uh, uh, so my yes. The that uh, you said that the thought is non-existent. Then there is no matter. So, okay. All right. You see. So if if the thought is not
0: there, right. All the other questions we are asking become irrelevant and immaterial. So you see, you, you are only asking these questions uh, to. Establish a logically accepted premise. So, if the thought is not there, yes. so any questions relevant to that thought yes. become immaterial and irrelevant. So the question itself is absent. It is burning itself out. You see, the thought there in that situation is the question. So, since it has no answer, any answer you get it is not the answer at all because the question is still carrying on. So if there is no answer to that question, the question burns itself out. So it is already part of that energy. So that energy which we are talking about is something which has no divisive element in that movement and cannot be experienced. So you can't say that this energy will be useful to, you know, to change the world or you see, do something. It to me, has no meaning at all. So you are only an expression of that energy so that it cannot be used you you will never become an instrument of that energy which you and I cannot experience and be a channel uh, for, for humanitarian reasons or for reasons of compassion to save mankind from the evils to which it is a particular. <laughs>
1: Sir, what you call really an ego is thought in a human body.
0: The continuity of thought. In the human body. Yes, ego. You so to me there is no such thing as ego. ego. What is the ego? <laughs> you see, wanting to be free from ego no. <laughs> is uh. the movement of ego. That's yes. the most egoistic thing that <laughs> you can ever indulge in. That gives continuity to the ego. To the non existing thing. First you create an ego, and then you see you want to be free from that ego for whatever Mm -hmm. reason. And that's the most egoistic thing that you can hinder. That's all. So, since there is no self, to talk of self knowledge, self knowing, self knowing from moment to moment. All that is called a dash. It's a ritual. Why you are laughing? You are laughing too. <laughs> <laughs> because
2: I see the, I see the glee on your face.
0: Happy
1: Thought. thought can come to your end to
0: a body. Really, issue. sir, we don't know a damn thing about that thought. <laughs> you see, really, we really don't know anything about that thought at all. Whatever, you see. We really don't know a damn thing about thought. That is thought. Nothing else, you see. So this is all our acquired things. Somebody, some fool of an ass taught us all these And we go on. That's, that is thought. What other thought is there? There's nobody who is talking, speaking here. It's a mechanical thing. You are asking questions to computers working here. There is nobody who is talking.
2: I can go on. i can going Thank you. Thank you.
1: Thank when thought doesn't operate at all, one does not perceive matter at all, so long as thought doesn't operate. Now another way of seeing this uh, is to really take a statement like matter exists and uh, conduct an inquiry into it, which is what the scientists are doing. And they are <coughs> arrive at uh, something which is similar to what you say. Uh, they say that uh, if you really want to know what matter is, This is the picture of matter we can give you. If you take an atom, now when we look at a wall, we think it's something solid, but uh, uh, it turns out that it's made up of a lot of atoms, and uh, it turns out that the atoms are not solid, and the amount of matter inside the atom is an infinitesimal part, and when you inquire into this infinitesimal part, you find that further, the matter part of it is again infinitesimal. So, what appears to be solid and concrete to our senses and to thought, when you really go into it, you find that uh, it's like something below the disk. Sure, you know, that, that. that is
0: true, but the scientist never questions yes. the, uh, the demand for all this. Right. You know? Yes. Sorry, you mentioned the wall. Yes. Uh, is it possible for you to experience the three-dimensional space in which you and I are? Mm. No? Is it possible? Mm-hmm. It's not possible for you to experience the three-dimensional space. the wall is there. So there is a point here. The thought first arises here and says that that is a wall. see first this is the first thing it, it happens then. Then you measure that, you see, and then you give the solidity to the wall. Right. So here it is the same. You see, that is what I am asking all the time. You see, we we have to stop this. I have to put it that way. To stop this. You see, is it possible for you, uh, for the thought to take its birth here? Hmm? Now you know it's very interesting. They they say that in their experiments the very physical look, let alone your ideations and mentations, mm. is influencing what you are looking at. So it is not possible for you to to be purely objective in your scientific research, so the physical, the physical looking. Mm. The other day they said something, you see, the, the pilots you know, who are flying these bombers, even before... The thought takes its birth and suggests that they should press the button. The eyelids are looking at that, you see, the the button which they have to press. And this, you see, the sensors are now detecting, see, and before you see, even his finger reaches the point, eh, see, they can blow this plane up. See, the very, you see, the thought tells, you see, press that button, you see, you are now right on the target there, press this button. So, if, you see, the, the eye has to look at that, you see, you understand. So, it's, it's although it is an automatic thing, the eye is focused on that point and the other plane is already, you see, detecting, you see, the movement of the eye and then, you see, blowing up this one before you have the time to detect it. So, in exactly the same way, you see, the very look of what you are trying to understand, observe, and discover is influenced by the physical look, let alone the thought. No, it is essential. I am not for a moment saying that you see, scientific research is not essential or any such thing, but it is all subjective. There is no such thing as objective research at all.
1: That is the latest in physics. The observer modifies the object by his
0: observation. The scientist is interested in discovering something, you see, but what he is really interested in is you see, to free himself from the stranglehold of the scientific knowledge he has. He is trying to achieve a breakthrough. breakthrough. Hmm? But what we are enamored of is the technology which has resulted, you see, from the epoch-making discoveries of the scientists. But a real scientist is... Not that the others are... Not this chap who is teaching physics there in the wayside school. He thinks that he is a real scientist, (laughs) you know, physicist. But you see, they, they are trying to achieve a breakthrough and the... The obstacle that is there is the stranglehold of this knowledge he has. See, that was the problem of Einstein. See, so the Newtonian physics, see, was a stranglehold. See, that does not mean that the Newtonian physics is not valid within the framework of the Newtonian physics, but it was necessary for that fellow to free himself from, you see, the stranglehold of the Newtonian physics to achieve that breakthrough. And that, you see, has again become the part of this whole knowledge, and somebody else is trying to achieve a break. So This goes on and on and on. Mm. I don't know
1: like Thank you. Nice. Uh, there is a present <coughs> uh, lecture this year, a by hmm? Indira Gandhi. Indira Gandhi, the Prime Minister of India. she is in my I was not there, but uh, I have yes, the yes. copy of that. Like sure. very
0: interesting. <laughs> no, no, I don't read anything. Yeah.
4: I mean, later. No, you can just. No, no. But then, uh, as you know, sir, so many other uh, things, uh, other uh, other approaches, or other ways, or other teachings. And all that sometimes make us, of uh, course for about 3-4 days that when I went through the whole thing during the night, I felt. Uh, I'm too small to say that, but uh, I mean, uh, you, uh, you could say, how can you understand? it? It's not a question of understanding. It's a question of just, I mean, feeling that uh, there is something which, uh, which, uh, which holds.
0: I don't know how to express it because I'm rather poor in... Uh, Expression. I really don't know what is there in that book. <laughs> Maybe I know,
2: but... Uh, I sincerely believe that you have
0: said
3: all that you would love to say in the book. Perhaps, although we did not intend everything, the answers are the responses to the questions so raised provide necessary Knowledge. For instance, about the path of salvation or self-realization. Some of these things mean nothing to you, and you are right. And when someone should ask you which is the right path, you point out, look, you have been in the right path. There is no question of putting you in the right track. But you have to understand simple truth. So, this is something with a difference compared to the other uh, gospel or prophecy or anything doctrine i
4: i felt it is slightly a different according to me that that what i found there was in fact what was experienced no question of just uh, i mean uh, uh, this thing i felt that that was the experience as you have put it sir i mean uh, it all see this uh, it all changes I mean I, I don't say so that uh, everybody perhaps will have his, his own experience, experience. and uh, there is no nothing what we can say that this is the experience I mean how see the whole thing you know, evolving see it takes its uh, distinct the various uh, forms I mean I don't know what it is but I can just feel that each one of us uh, I It's too much to say, each one of us, I don't know what what all that is, I don't want to. We have our own way of relating ourselves to something. There is no question of... That's how I felt about it. Thereafter, I mean, of course, I felt, I don't know what I said, I feel that I also felt the presence when I, for the first time, when I mean, very tired when we read the gospel of Shri When I mean, uh, in a sense, it's not a question of just following this this discipline, that discipline, and all that. So just see however, uh, I don't know, sir, uh, I, I can't say mind, because, you know, with you, I can't say it is mind. I can't say it is conscience. Conscience, perhaps, I can say. I don't know. Some sort of an awareness. We were, in fact, Ramakrishna was just uh, to tell me, I was thinking, what I should put, put why, what should, I should ask you. <laughs> and Ramakrishna said, uh, it's not a question of our asking, we are just going to, I mean,
3: uh, I will sit and listen. So, I don't know. Of course, it would be a dull moment if we sit silently, and sometimes silence communicates a lot more than the spoken word. That's also the truth which you should not
0: forget. Uh, See, I, all I, I never initiate anything. I know. We don't
3: ever initiate anything. anything. What interests me most in this book, or about the spoken word, that's how I look at it because you don't intend anything to be printed, published, and publicized. Far from that. Just
0: the way these people oh. have uh, arranged ah, those things. Trans- and
3: the right. editor has so taken great means to put the matter coherently and is eminently readable. None can <coughs> question the veracity of the <coughs> answers. So elicited in the course of the conversation, excellent. The work is beautifully produced. Well, the, the outstanding are uh, the one thing that impressed me most was the natural state, the rhythm. Which is contained within us, and we have lost it somehow because of uh, our uh, reflexes conditioned by cultural context. We are caught with up within the cob, uh, within the uh, wheel. You see, caught up within the wheel, and we don't know how to get out of it. So much attached to certain things that we are imprisoned. And when someone should ask you how to get redemption or uh, release from this kind of uh, uh, maze or uh, network worry, woo, sorrow and so on. You just say it's all illusion, it's your own your own creation. Nothing can be done. You are on the right track. There is a saying in English, you are looking for the horse you ride on. You are on horseback and you are riding on horseback and yet you are looking for the horse. And there's no question of procuring the horse for you to go further on. I mean even then the metaphor is alright. Somehow I was not able to get into the glimpse of what the truth is Especially this natural state.
4: Or uh, to put it other way, mm. would you. I mean, I don't know, I don't, know I don't want a an positive answer, I know, mm. but I should not. Mm. We, you know, some of us, I mean, I, I don't know, My speaking. I desire to read this, this, I desire to read that, I. My mind, I don't know, mind or uh, something, we would like to. This thing. Uh, what shall we say, uh, something connected of the conscience, the spirit or the hereafter, or which we do not know, which we would like to know. Something uh, tells us that uh, uh, this form, this manner of uh, uh, understanding things is, uh, may not be... No, it is not the end of that, something uh, there is there uh, is uh, uh, beyond this. Beyond the
3: visible phenomenon.
2: Correct,
4: correct. As you said, sir, that uh, I, uh, I don't want to say how it. No, it is all that. Now, that quest is there. That desire is there. Uh, I don't know, sir. Uh,
3: you would have pardon point. me if no, I no, say it. Sir, I'm trying to understand. No, yes. There, there is a line in this book where yes. he says, word. it's like a dog chasing its own tail. Yes, why think of the quest? Or there is something beyond the visible physical phenomenon is again the creation of your own mind. And what is mind? When you start defining what mind is, you discover to your dismay that mind is a myth. That's how at every step I find that we have created so many illusions and we are trying to clear those illusions thinking that all the time we are on the path of uh, salvation and so on. So it is here that uh, our understanding of what the basic philosophy, philosophy again, once again, a term which should be used uh, with all care and caution. I mean, whatever we have achieved so far through the ages is, after all, a product uh, handed down to us from generation to generation. And it's not for nothing you dismiss even Jiddu Krishnamurti's philosophy as a sort of a fraud, because, (laughs) 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 uh, I mean, no offence is meant to anyone in in the context, but... You sincerely feel that kind of a thing hasn't touched the man or helped him in attaining that natural state. I am sincerely interested in finding out the natural state. At the same time, rather frightened to experience that kind of natural state because I can't reduce myself to the level of an animal or find an equation with that animal because there we find nothing but the law of the survival and the law of the jungle. Partly at work, when I see you face to face, well, I mean, it's an altogether different experience, natural state in what sense or how do we carry on the shores of the day-to-day living or be mindful of our activities, I am a teacher in a classroom, I have my responsibilities and duties, and then as a householder, as a parent and so on and so forth. How do we combine these functions integr- integrally so that nothing will come in the way by where the and uh, I won't be disturbed in the path, experiencing that kind of serenity. Path, uh, perhaps uh, you may not like no. that one. I mean, <laughs> <we> are not <laughs> I Not thought. not <laughs> track, not, nothing of the kind. Finding an integral approach to the several functions that could be combined in the life of an individual and at the same time getting, getting that kind of natural. Is kind. it possible? Is it you
0: possible? See, uh-huh. can't follow you. See
2: when I use the word natural
0: state, uh, it is not a synonymous term for liberation, transformation, moksha or any such thing, you see. So when the thought loses its grip, you see, on the control of the activities of the body, uh, when through some luck or some strange chance, the burden of the entire past of mankind, not in, your past only, but the entire past of mankind is thrown out of your system. What is there is the functioning of that living organism with an extraordinary intelligence of its own. You see, it's not the intellect that we acquire through through will, through effort in the university or uh, the education of our culture or any such thing, but what, what is left there is this see, extraordinary intelligence that is in operation there, all that is necessary for the survival of that living organism is there. You know, anything that is essential for us to learn is not through will, not through effort, not through anything, but it's a sort of a subliminal way that living organism acquires all that is essential for the survival of that living organism. So, that's, so how that body functions is all that I am describing. How the sensitivity of the sensory perceptions function at their peak capacity is all the time point. So it has, not, it has no answers for your day-to-day problems. But the day-to-day problems have their own solutions. So, when once the energy that is put into this tremendous search, whatever is the nature of your such is released, all that is is available for us to solve these day-to-day problems.
2: You see, they cease to be problems. We
0: are only interested in solutions, actually, not the problems. What is the problem? See, we really don't know what the problem is. So it is the solutions that have been offered to us is the problem. You see, they are not the solutions. If they were the solutions, the problem wouldn't be there. And if there is no solution, the problem wouldn't be there either. You see, what actually is the problem? I don't know. I I can make myself clear. So what is the problem? Also the questions we ask. The questions you are asking have their own answers. Uh, We are asking questions for which we already have answers. Otherwise there are no questions at all. I don't have any questions except the questions I need to ask to function in this world, intelligently and safely. So, we have to accept the reality of the world as it is imposed on us. Otherwise, we end up in the unit, this lunatic, this mental hospital. We have to accept that. But we don't come to, to grips with the reality of the world as it is until we are freed from the ultimate reality that is superimposed on the reality of the world in which we function. So then, you see, you are lucky enough to be free from that ultimate reality. Then you realize that it is not possible for you to understand the reality of the world which we have taken for granted. So we have no way of experiencing
2: the reality
0: of anything.